Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is Yehoshiam Kalantarov. Please show support to this podcast. And today's topic, we're going to discuss about Judas and the Black Messiah true story. Biggest changes to the Hampstead O'Neill. Judas and the Black Messiah turns its focus on to Bill O'Neill and Fred Hampton, but there were a few changes made to their stories to the benefit the film. Warning, spoilers ahead for Judas and the Black Messiah. Judas and the Black Messiah is based on the true events and led to the state-founded assassination of Fred Hampton in 1969. Hampton as Daniel Kaluuya, the chairman of the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party was deemed to radical the threat by the FBI. In the film, one of the agents compares the Black Panther Party to the Ku Klux Khan, a false equality to be sure. And J. Edgar Hoover's plan is to stop the rise of Hamsel, the tutelar of Black Messiah. While Hamtel is central in the film narrative of FBI information, William Bill O'Neill, Lekif Stanfield, is on the forefront inflating the Black Panther Party and the later offering <clears throat> and the blueprints of the Hamtel's apartments and the act would lead his murder by the Chicago police. Judah and the Black Messiah gets a lot of facts read about what happened and the roles of the Hampton, O'Neill, and the FBI played, but consider it that's film there are bound to be creative liberties take be it simple, slightly exaggerating the truth or tweaking events to better suit the narrative. Here are the film biggest change into the Hamptons and O'Neill <clears throat> related. HBO Max, every movie and TV show coming in February 2021. Bill O'Neill was in a car accident. In Judas and the Black Messiah, the introduction of Bill O'Neill involved him stealing a car from the outside convenience store, with the owner, couple, and other clamoring to stop him before he took off with it. One of them successfully used a knife to cut through the roof and stab Bill before finally drove away. However, Bill doesn't seem to get very far before it apprehended by a police officer. And arrested while Bill did steal a car in real life, he claims he was in the bodies that night of the theft. They're both drinking and decided to steal a car, driving around Chicago for almost an hour before deciding to go visit relative across the state line. He and his friends got into a car accident out of state, walked away from the incidents, and fled back in Chicago on the bus. According to O'Neill himself, it wasn't until four or so months later the FBI agent Roy Michel contacted him and all about the incident took another few months before Michel presented him to join the Black Panther Party as an informant for FBI with that promise that any stolen car charges will be dropped. The film, on the other hand, plays fast and loose and with its timeline. Event of led O'Neill Michel first meeting with the only left deaf being positioned as he led up and they're working together. Hampton and O'Neill were younger in real life. Judah and the Black Messiah never reveals the exact age of Hampton, O'Neill, Kaluuya, and Steinfeld are 31 and 29. 
Respectfully, for the purpose of the film, the audience is to assume that Hampton and O'Neill are also around the same age. However, Hampton was only 21 year old when he was killed, a full decade younger than the on-screen counterpart. Meanwhile, O'Neill was just 17 year old when it became informative of for the FBI. And about 20 years old at the time, Hampton's death, the biggest change since ages of men heavily affect the way they've seen. The youth and O'Neill case and native were certainly factors and influenced their actions. Emotional aftermath of the Hampton assassination, however, Judas and the Black Mazda neglected to reveal the men's true ages through altering the way they're also viewed by the audience. O'Neill was not the Hampton's driver. In the film, O'Neill frustrated at first because he tells Michelle he can't get close enough to Fred Hampton to leak information to the FBI. O'Neill asks for the card so that he could start driving the Hampton and some of other high-ranking members of a Black Panther party around Chicago. With Hampton's in the front of the seat alongside him, O'Neill was better able to engage with chairman eventually earned his trust however during the O'Neill only interview with his eyes on the prize as well other sources point to him never having been Hampton's driver according to O'Neill who says it's easy to get position with partners because they were not short of personal and time he was giving a position ahead of security rather quickly and there's no information that suggested he had convinced the Michelle to get him in the car and get closer to Hamptons at all Hampton opened his eyes during the raid the police raid comes in the final moment Judas is in the black messiah showcases what happens after O'Neill hands over the blueprints and Hampton's apartments to Michelle the night of the raid, Hampton had several props over for dinner before O'Neill slipped him a drug that would keep him sleep during the violent of a harrowing event. In the film, Hampton, his girlfriend and a fellow activities, Deborah Johnson, who now goes by Aqua Najari and is portrayed by Dominic Fishback, in the film, attempts to shake Hampton awake as soon she starts hearing gunshots. He never wakes up through the treff aftershot at point blank range while sleeping and dragged out the bed and cross ground. In the aftermath, however, Najiri tells that Hampton's eyes were open after being shaken. He lifted his head slowly with his eyes trained on the entranceway before lying his bed. Back down, Najiri claims that it was the only movement he made during the raid. In the film, Hampton never wakes his eyes remaining closed and his head remaining on the pillow for the entirety of the police assault. Creative liberty were made to O'Neill Michelle relationship. Kenny and the Keith Lucas, the brothers who shaped the story, ultimately became Judas and the Black Messiah to creatively, creatively liberatively regards to only a relationship with Michelle, his FBI handler. The Lucas brothers say they didn't really know the full nature of their relationship and that after watching O'Neill I and the prize interview, they couldn't take the man and his word in an interview with the cider Kenny Lucas said that they were took what O'Neill said and made some assumption based on other research. We've done about 
were done about the relationship between informative of their handlers and scenes focused on O'Neill and Michelle Dominic, and other added dialogue they believed there was during their exchange without fully knowing. The existence of close Denton pair were each other during the time period. In the film, Michelle parts O'Neill to do better in providing information on occasions. When they do meet, it's a restaurant where O'Neill gets to order steak and Michelle slips him a money. Their meeting place in real life and isn't clear through O'Neill reveals he's been to Michelle's home. Next, the most anticipated movies of 2021. Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed this topic. Please show support to this podcast and check out my website, shamtopics.com. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Sean Contal, and follow my Instagram page and check out my songs. Thank you for listening. Bye.